0: Hey everybody, welcome back to Megan's Old Office. My name is J.D. Gorlett. I'm the senior pastor here at Dundee Presbyterian Church in beautiful Omaha, Nebraska. And Why I yes. am... Yes, it is. It do is you think beautiful. it's beautiful? It's beautiful. What do you know? <laughs> oh, that hello. voice is my good friend Keith Holmes.
1: Keith is director of small group and mission activities here at the church. How are you doing, bud? I am doing well, thank you very much. Very... Very excited to be back doing this, just joining join in with those that are listening in. We just thank you for joining us and hopefully you'll walk away today Edified, uh, which is just a big word for, you know, learned. Blessed. Blessed. There we go. Blessed
0: of mind and heart. Blessed of mind
1: and heart. So we're in the middle of our
0: psalm study. Here in Megan's old office, we do Bible study, and we're just working our way through the psalms. We're not doing all 150. We're not even reading all of them. We're just directing your attention and giving you some stuff to think about and pray about. And so today we've done a lot of different topics over the last few weeks, uh, and we will continue to do that, I give you the a taste, just kind of uh, give you an entry into the Psalms and, and some things to think about. Today we're we're talking about creation, yes. and uh, for that we're we're looking at Psalm eight, uh, one of my favorites, one that. that Will be familiar to any a lot of people who have been around church and uh, read the Bible before, and then also Psalm 19.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: So get your Bibles out and uh, and to Psalm 8 and Psalm 19. Those are the two we're going to talk about. We're just going to talk about creation and how God speaks through creation because the Psalms. These are two examples, but certainly not the only ones. And there's other passages that of Scripture outside the Psalms that really point to. Creation. Creation theology is really what we're talking about, and what creation theology or natural theology, us seminary
1: geeks yes that's right
0: natural theology is is where is how what kind of theology what kind of thoughts of God or idea of God do you get just simply from looking at creation that so, sounds
1: that sounds like a great opening question the, Jay there you,
0: there you go so here's our opening question for all of you and for Keith and for anybody else who wants to chime in myself uh, uh, Jonathan if he wants to come from the bullpen what uh, what part of nature? Most consistently speaks to you about God. We're under that 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 question assumes that nature does speak to you yes. about yeah. God, but Why, I mean, yes. So, what part of nature most testifies? For to me, you?
1: it's fall, and here oh, I'll tell you okay. a little. So, you're
0: just going to take a whole season. I'm gonna, taking and, the season
1: yeah, fall, yeah, uh, claiming it because. So here's here's the deal. Uh, back when I was in corporate America, I sat in an office um, that was truly. And I'm gonna go off on a little bunny trail here because it was truly Dilbert-esque.
0: You're gonna go on a bunny trail, Keith Holmes. Wow, I know. There's surprise. a shocker, yeah.
1: shocker. Mm. So, so we the place where I worked said you couldn't have closed door offices anymore, but they wouldn't take the walls down. <laughs> so they literally put two cubicles inside an office. Mm. For me and someone else to sit at. They didn't take the door off the hinges. They didn't do anything else other than they simply built two cubicles in what was once some manager's office. And so I sat, but I would sit at the window that my cubicle kind of let me look out the window and I overlooked a hillside here in Omaha. And every fall, it just looked like this beautiful quilt of colors, reds and oranges and yellows and greens and browns and just, and it just, it modeled, it was all modeled and it was just, it looked fabulous and all, every single day I went in and got, when I got to see that view, I would just praise God Mm. because it was God who made those colors happen.
0: Yeah. Well, you believe that he
1: does. Well, that's right. And I mean, I know that that sugars change, right? I know the science, science, but it was God who ordained that science. You know the
0: point of it is uh, that I'm trying to make there. Yeah. Kudos to you because you, you, I mean, you see it and then you attribute it to God. You, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Which is really an amazing thing. I think and an important thing for us to talk about today is that. Okay, so you just did an example of that. You went in and you saw, and and when you saw, you saw God, and then somebody else looks at the exact same thing and is impressed because it is beautiful. It's beautiful. Empirically, it's just undeniably beautiful. And and yet, where you can get to the point of almost weeping over how what God has done, mm-hmm. somebody's like, oh, well, okay, great. It's fall.
1: Yeah, know? exactly. You know what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. There's
0: not just the element of the nature itself. There is the attitude or the, the, the mentality of yep. the observer.
1: Right, right. And I agree because I found so much joy where someone would go, yeah, that's pretty okay, fine. I, I would be almost like a kid about it because it was just, I'd sit there and, you know, sorry, my managers at HP, if you ever hear this, I, I would sit and stare at it for hours and just absorb it just because I knew it wasn't, it was fleeting. Right. And so I would sit and I would, I would just look at it and I would just go, and I would wonder and amaze at God. Just how awesome he is. Because personally, I had read something once upon a time that said most woodland creatures are colorblind. Mm. And so there was no need for trees to evolve to attract any mates or any other things because no, and the only, I mean, truly, the only reason I could think of for a tree to change colors and be that beautiful was to allow God's great creation, his loved creation. To see him. Full expression
0: of his creativity. Exactly. Very good. That's excellent. Now, you were in that office every every day. Every day. It, but you really reacted in the fall. Right. When it happened. Absolutely. So there was a lot of days where you had a spiritual attitude problem, right? Where, yeah. Where you <laughs> didn't... Where, was where I wasn't, a,
1: I was completely was ignoring like, oh, okay, yeah. God. No, uh, no. I, I'm, I'm teasing because we're
0: all that way, and I'm right. amazed at, at that. Because I've had the same experiences in both my office here. Mm-hmm. You, you know, my office here yes. overlooks these two trees that, in, right at Easter, are absolutely oh, you know, yeah. magnolia and this other purple thing. I don't know what it is, there. and it is fantastic. And uh, and I had the same experience uh, in the church that I, I pastored in, in in Indiana, where in in for. For me, the nature that really speaks to me is our rose petals. Uh, I can, I, I'll take. I'm mesmerized by them. Have you mm. ever just felt one in your hand? Yes. The,
1: Velvety. It, oh my
0: gosh! Yeah. It, 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 how in the world did this happen by accident? You know, or or just by coincidence or evolution? It's just so delicate and yet powerful, and 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 the color is just so deep it's not just red or yellow it's a depth of color that is incredible but as we're talking i'm you know you have uh, this appreciation for creation and i know our listeners have moments where creation and we drive hundreds of miles to go to the national parks to we we drive past a ton of creation, yes, in, in order to see the creation, <laughs> which I think is really interesting. You know, it's like, well, uh, you know, the Nebraska part is not the fun is not yes. the part that you want. Don't right. never mind all that. But pay it's,
1: no attention to the scenery outside your car.
0: And yet, if you. If you fix your eyes, that's why I picked on you yeah, a little bit there. Yeah, well, sure. You know, Kansas can be gorgeous. It is, I'm sure. You it, know, it, Texas, Nebraska, they can be beautiful. Absolutely. Now, one of the stories that I think is 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 really interesting is that there, uh, Philip Yancey, who's an author yeah. that you and yeah, I are yeah. very familiar with, he told, us, he told the story of going with his family to Yellowstone. And they're going, of course, they go to Old Faithful. You know the well, story. And there's a restaurant, a lodge right, right there by Old Faithful. Yep. And he's having lunch with his family. And they're waiting for Old Faithful to go off. And okay, so here it comes. Old Faithful's about to go up. And so all of the tourists, himself included, they he gets, they all get up and they rush to the window or whatever to see Old Faithful go. And Yancey looks behind him, and, and all the people have left their tables right. to go look at Old Faithful. And while they did, all the waiters and waitresses came back in and replaced the butter and the water. Because the waiters and the waitresses, <laughs> they had that? seen it a thousand, and it, it, it wasn't spectacular anymore.
1: No. It was it, no. in No, no. And but that's but that's a that's an indicator of us more than it is of creation. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Ex- exactly. So, yeah. Th- what part of nature most consistently speaks to you about God? Fall speaks to you. Uh, mm-hmm. Rose petals speak to me. Yep. Fall does speak to me too. You know the seasons. That was a great choice to just yep. take out a whole All of them. Yeah. Uh, a, a, a whole season. Uh, what consistently speaks to you? And then the question is, why in the world? How do we? get numb to that, you know what I'm saying, uh, and why. I'd love to know. Uh, I guess we just get immersed in our own stuff.
1: But well, that's it, right? We, we we nose to the grindstone like we were taught when we were kids, and you know, you do that, and you don't look up, and you don't see God in, yeah. in some of the easiest and simplest places. Right. I think, you know, I think the, the psalmist talks about a newborn baby, you talk about seeing God right. and His creativity you when go. you hold a child. Uh, uh, you, your life is just changes. Jonathan. Your life is going yeah. to change.
0: Jonathan, our producer. Yeah, only he, weeks he, away. He's, uh, he's, he's yeah.
1: weeks, maybe months. We're months? really hoping the baby looks at? like Christina. Right? Two so, months, three uh, months in yeah, what, what, so, yeah. left. Yeah. So about the time this is coming, coming to hitting the air. Yeah. Then, then yeah. Jonathan will be. Sleeping less.
0: There you go. And that's No,
1: but but you'll get to hold a baby. You know, let's get back to it. You get to see God's handiwork in the formation of a human being. Yeah. And and You can see
0: God in that. You, I can't help you. Yeah,
1: exactly. Right. Exactly right.
0: So we're, like I said, we're in Psalm 8 and Psalm 19, and we, we've been asking the same questions each of each Psalm and just kind of taking it, following the Spirit where these questions take us uh, and where the Spirit takes us. What lines speak to you and why is our first question. And Psalm 8, to me, you know, do you mind if I just rattle some of this off? No, uh, I so, think we should. All right. Absolutely. Psalm, Psalm 8, O Lord our Sovereign. How majestic is your name in all the earth. You have set your glory above the heavens out of the mouths of babes and infants. There you go, Keith. There it is. You have founded a bulwark because of your foes to silence the enemy and the avenger. When I look at your heavens, and I love this line, the work of your fingers. So it's like, it's not... This is just little easy stuff for God. When I look at your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars that you have established, then the psalmist, who is David, King David, he says, What are human beings that you are mindful of them, mortals that you care for them? Yet you have made them a little lower than God and crowned them with glory and honor. You've given them dominion over the works of your hands. You've put all things under their feet, all sheep and oxen and also the beasts of the field, the birds of the air, the fish of the sea, whatever passes along the paths of the seas." And then he exclaims, Oh Lord, our, our sovereign, how majestic is your name in all the earth. That Amen. line, when I'm asking about lines that stand out, how yep. majestic is your name? Your name is majestic because of because of how brilliant creation is. God's name, and we need to see it. Just exactly what we've already been talking about. God's name. You want to know how great God is? Look out your window. That's it. And yet, it. and yet, so many people don't see it. I remember. Yeah. I, let me. There's this story about these two guys. One guy, uh, born and raised in in Colorado, works in Colorado. The other guy, born and raised in Texas, works in Texas. They both work for the same company in two different locations, and they both get transferred. The Colorado guy gets gets transferred to Texas the Texas guy gets transferred to Colorado okay and so <laughs> you know somebody calls uh the guy uh uh from Colorado now he's living in Texas and the, he says how's it going well oh, it's fine but there's no mountains it's not beautiful <laughs> I, you know like it, it's not beautiful and then they call a the guy who's now in Colorado he used to be from Texas hey how are you oh it's nice it's great but I can't see anything the mountains are in the way <laughs> so it, it means again and again and yes. again yep you, you have the desire to see how great God is. Open your, open your eyes it's, for crying out
1: loud. Enjoy the majesty of the mountains and enjoy the majesty of the plains. Mm-hmm. I mean, God created all of it. And, and, and he created it with a word. I love the fingers that what you pointed out earlier, that it's the work of his fingers. He's, Twiddled his fingers and things come into being. You yeah. know, there he is. He's, yeah. He didn't just,
0: really sweat too much. He, he was it.
1: not working that hard when he created because he shows more glory. Amen. I'm sorry to interrupt. No, you're fine. You're fine. For me, in, in Psalm eight, the one that really got me, again, is out of the mouths of babes and infants, you have founded a bulwark because of your foes. So that God has enemies, mm-hmm. but God defeats enemies. But then this line to silence the enemy and the avenger. So the Avenger, to me, sounds like someone that would fight your enemy for you. Mm -hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong, but to silence the enemy and the Avenger, both sides of the battle get silenced by the power of God. Great point. I mean, think about it. We're we're in hip-deep fighting for the Lord. The enemy is hip-deep fighting, and then God comes and everybody just stops. I love that. And looks to see the glory of God and his power. Yeah. And you do nothing but either tremble with fear or tremble with joy.
0: Right. And God says, vengeance is mine. Yep. I will repay. In other words, let justice be in my hands. And so uh, great point to silence the enemy and the avenger, just what? to shut up, shut us up. And, and we become so self-righteous uh, dedicated to that which we are against. Yes. As an avenger. We right. love to think of ourselves. Whether we use that word of, for ourselves or not, we still have that mentality yep. of these are the things or the people or the groups that I'm against who have hurt at me. Who they're, right. they're my enemy, or the, and therefore they're, they are the enemies of God. Therefore, Oh, of, I was
1: just going to point that out. Enemies, are you sure they're not if, God's enemies? Right? If Wait. they're my enemy, they must be God's enemies. <laughs>
0: And and, and and I love the point you're making. It, yeah. it, it, creation shuts that up. Just Every one of, imagine the whole world just standing in awe of what God has made.
1: Just stop both sides. Just boom. Drop so, all.
0: Drop all your stuff. That's
1: it. I mean, and so that that just to me, just you know, again, just the ma- majestic majesty of, of of God.
0: And then along those lines, to build on that. This, to me, as far as the question of what lines speak to you and yeah. why, to me, Psalm eight. We're really on, focusing right. on Psalm eight. We'll get into Psalm nine a little bit, or maybe 19. we will, I don't. Nineteen. Uh, we'll get into that in a minute. Uh, psalm eight. Uh, he, David writes this psalm, and he's talking about all the great things in creation, and then it just, to me, it builds up to this one line, and then it kind of cascades down from that one line. He says, "What are human beings that you are mindful yes. of?" Yes. <laughs> in other words, God, it doesn't make any sense. Right? You've done all this stuff, and you care about me. You care about yep. human beings. Yep. He's, he's in awe of, 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 of God's creative power and of how big God must be to have made all this. And then that does this incredible thing that twists him around. He says, holy cow. Uh, you're mindful of me, of what I think and what I feel and yeah. where I'm at and, and what I face and what I need. And that's amazing that a God that is this big to make all of this right. would care about a piece of dust. Like I mean, that. And that's
1: what we are, dust. Right. And, yeah. and then he made says, yeah, you've
0: made them, you've given them dominion. You've made them uh, a little lower than God. There's this, this amazing grace that he's exclaiming and Amen. celebrating. You know, those oh, lines really stand out.
1: And 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 kind of going along with that, you reminded me of a fun meme that I saw recently, um, and, and and the tag was that time an atheist completely explained Christianity, and it was you think that the God that created, and he lists off you know all of the things uh, you know that a scientist type person would list off, and his last line was then. He did all that and he came to earth to have a personal relationship with you? Right. Question mark. Right. And the answer is yes. Yes he did. Thank you for explaining it for everybody so right. well. Cuz you know, people people don't believe that. Right. They don't believe because that line how why are you mindful of us? Right. It's because he loves us right. that he did it. Right. That he created all of it. So what you're saying is, is that us. At, the, at the
0: at the heart of, of our faith is something that is remarkably intellectually inconsistent,
1: In- inconceivable.
0: Right, where where it's okay, so I can believe one, but I can't believe both. Right, and yet we have to believe both. It's hard so the some ones days. You, here are your choices: you can believe that God is really mindful of you and riding along with you and guiding and protecting and t- attending to your. Uh, daily needs,
1: yep. or, or or
0: you can believe that God created uh, the heavens and the earth and all the stars in the, the universe. And he is
1: so huge and majestic you right. can't conceive.
0: So, you know, it, but yet the the uh, creation, because God made the crea- Grand Canyon and the rose petals. Right. So that's, you know, do you believe that he can do both, this grand, huge thing right. or and this tiny little delicate thing? Yeah. Same thing here. Yeah. He can attend to the ways of the universe and to
1: what you, I need for my daily bread.
0: Your kind of stuff. Yeah, he, he, exactly. When I was working with youth years and years ago, I, a kid came to me and, and, uh, years and way back. <laughs> I was going to say, ladies and gentlemen, Shut up. did we all hear we years all and years here and years comes. ago? Yeah, anyway, so years and years ago, uh, years ago, I was a youth minister and a kid in our youth group had, uh, he had been dumped. Oh, and ouch. You know, kid was like 14. Everybody now, right. as soon
1: as you said it, everybody felt it. Right.
0: was like 14 or 15 years old or whatever, and he's down about it, and all. was he got dumped. And, uh, and you know what he said to me? He said the same thing that a lot of people say. You've heard us say, well, God's got bigger yeah. problems than
1: this. Yeah, yep. And he was
0: depressed, it, it, yep. and, and I think he was made to be more depressed by the thought that God had bigger things like Russia or something. Right, exactly, with, you know? and, yeah. And, and I said, you know something God does have? big stuff that he's dealing with but nothing's bigger than how you feel right now a 14 15 year old kid who just got dumped yeah uh, it's not either or it's both
1: yeah exactly right i mean think about it how god it, you can't put god in a box how often do we do that because that's what the kid was doing because that was what he was taught to do right, right? that god's got bigger things um, you've mentioned it before yourself and i love it it's like take the phrase God does for those that do it themselves out of your <laughs> vocabulary. God doesn't God does it all, right. right? And so so and that's because he loves us and is attentive to it. Man, that's a great story. Yeah. That is a great story. And we
0: encourage you also to check out Psalm 19. Yes. Psalm
1: 8 is really our focus here, but Psalm 19 the,
0: it, it speaks of the the brilliance of the law, which in a subsequent episode by the way, we're going to talk about God's law, but Psalm nineteen also opens with the same theme of mm-hmm. Psalm eight, and that is the brilliance of creation. Not just the brilliance of creation, but the, the, what st- stood out to me here is that the, the creation has a voice. So dig this: the heavens, it says, are telling the glo- are telling, seeing right. that they're telling, they're proclaiming. It's like the heavens are preaching, yes. teaching right. the glory of God. The firmament proclaims His handiwork. Right, mm-hmm. and and then it says this line: it says, day to day pours out speech, and night to night declares knowledge. So according to the psalmist here, Psalm 19, man, nature is yakking at us so much it's amazing when we can get any sleep at
1: all, right? You know, what I'm Amen. Saying? I so my wife and I have gotten into the habit over the years of walking the dog just before bedtime yeah. for many reasons, right? Because we don't want to wake up and clean things up. For the, <laughs> the large portion of it's that. all about, but but you yeah. But it's you know, and and recapping our day, we're walking along the you know, and then you look up, and on a clear night you can see stars. And we're in downtown Omaha, we're midtown Omaha, so we yes. don't see many of right. them, right? Exactly. We only see the brightest. But when, when we would go out and visit our family farm, we would see, it, it looked like clouds, mm-hmm. but it was just the number of stars you could see in the dark wow. country sky. And, and you, you would, you would look up and you go, is that a cloud? And my wife would, one of the first times I'd go, my wife would often smile at me and look at me and go, no, honey, those are stars. Because <laughs> I'm a city boy, right? <laughs> but but man, what an amazing thing. Just the ones that you do see, look up tonight. If you can see stars, because it's screaming knowledge of God at you. Right. Because it says on the fourth day, he created the sun, the moon, and the stars. He put All of this into spun it with the twiddle of his fingers, the the work of his fingers. He did this, so to speak.
0: You know, you you've brought that up a couple times, but just use just least effort made this. Let there be light and all this kind of stuff. Now, you and I talk about that stuff, and that's a theological statement. Mm -hmm. But we would volley back to you if if you're if you're if you're listening and you're saying, "Well, wait, wait a minute, how do you know?" You know, yeah. Look. This is my volley uh, back to anybody. If you look up at the stars, as you, and I, this is what I was thinking about as you shared that, about you and Alice walking the dog. And If you look up at the stars and, and you say to yourself, um, there is a God, a God does exist. By nature, God has to be greater than those stars. Right. By nature... If you believe in God, so, so there's nothing to question here in my mind. We you we, we sit there, well, GD, Keith, how can you say that he create, created all things and did all this stuff? No, by nature, it doesn't make sense. It it, it is illogical. It doesn't follow that the stars could somehow be of greater power. That anything in creation could be of greater power than the one either, in other words, it's an on-off switch. It's a yes, no. Either there is a creator who is God or there's not. And if, if you say yes to that most basic question, that you believe that there's a creator, then by nature, he is greater than the creation. Absolutely. That is just the way that works. And so you look up at the stars and it's like holy cow he's greater than something that is 50 million light years away right. from me right uh and, and and so you just stand in awe and wonder of well, that
1: and and then i go right back to that line in psalm 8 and you what are we that he is mindful of us right that he,
0: he even knows your name he, he knows you got my address uh, what well, is that yeah <laughs> he actually
1: knows the number of hairs on your head noxious it's insane that right. and he loves every single one of us this way and i just again it, there's no there's no doubt in my mind that god created all of this because there's no way it could have happened by accident yeah there's just no way this thing Happened right. without purpose.
0: We got to so, cut cut through. We've really touched the second question that we usually yes. ask: is when in your history have you been in this song? I think
1: and, we kind of covered kinda it up that.
0: But I want to admit, also m- mention that it, it, it is funny to me that we drive thousands of miles through nature in yes. order to get to the best parts of nature, which is cool because I love doing that. I went right. to the Grand Canyon was it, last year. Yeah, like and, it. And, and and I don't know. I got to just share with you. I don't know if you've ever been there, but yeah. I stood there. I've never seen a place that was better at being silent than mm-hmm. that place. I couldn't I can't even say it any better than that. It, 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 that that the silence there was more special. It was <laughs> it was a different kind of It was a different kind of quiet. Does that even make any sense?
1: It was different for me while I was there, because there was a lot more huffing and puffing, probably. (laughs) We
0: need to stop walking around you. Yeah. But but But, just sitting there, Keith, it was like, it was a different kind of sound. There was no sound.
1: There was nothing. I mean, yes, you shoot a gun or do something, you're going to get the echo back in a little bit, right? That. But because there's there's such vastness to that area yeah. there's really no echo there's no reverberation it the the sound waves just go out and keep going yeah. but you look and you see a finite moment there's a wall yeah. of the other side of this grand canyon right. that, that that god created for us and and you think well eventually that sound comes back but yeah, yeah, I won't be there when it does. I yeah. never
0: have experienced silence like that. Yeah, and I get it, you. It, uh, I get you. It was overwhelming to me. How is the psalmist like you? Do you do you do you, uh, I, do you w- identify with these? Oh these yeah, two
1: absolutely. I you know again, just jump right in. The heavens are telling the glory of God. I mean, you know, walking the dog at night, I look up. God, you are amazing because mm-hmm. there's these little you know, and I have an app on my phone that I'm like, oh, what's that bright light? And I hold it up and the app shows all the stars that are oh, that i cool. can't see yeah. but that bright one shines through and i see what it is mars or venus it's a planet usually but but again you just sit and you go that that's millions of miles away you know and and you're just you think it's huge it's vast and like you said and then to think he's bigger and outside of that, hes he, it's his creation. He's so much greater than the creation.
0: The authors of these psalms, and I believe David wrote 19. I'd have to look it up. I, didn't, mm. I forgot to look it up. I know he wrote it, Psalm 8. Eight but yeah. um, I think I'm ashamed to admit that they have a greater enthusiasm and focus on creation than I usually do. I mean, it comes back to me. Yeah. I mean, on obvious yeah. examples that I've already mentioned. But the energy, the, the childlike enthusiasm, how majestic is right. your name, and it's telling forth the speech of glory of God, the firmament proclaims, and the, there's right. a, you can't read these lines without catching the energy of the original author of the original, I mean, the, the writer is just, just effusive in his energy yeah, and his enthusiasm exactly. and his praise and all this kind of stuff. And uh, again, I wander around in the midst of this. I got to confess. I mean, come on, um, I, I wander around in this, and I lose that enthusiasm. I, I feel a little bit ashamed, and that's a good thing. Right? That's a good. Right. That's, that's a good, good humble to be humbled in that way. That's yeah. one, I think one of the purposes of why these psalms are are, right. are here for us. And
1: I, I, I kind of answers the question: How would you pray this psalm? Because mm-hmm. that's our fourth question in the series. How do you pray this? How would you pray this psalm? And I would probably pray it. I would probably pray it to the to the tune of God help me remember how great you are mm. when I see help me look up more often to see your creation yeah. because we are I, I think all of us have that especially here in the States where it's a very work, work, work kind of attitude. Five days a week, you know, you, you know, back when I was in corporate America, you know, Saturday and Sunday, one of those days was going to be my day of rest, yeah. right? You know, and so it's a lot of, a lot of heads down, nose to the grindstone stuff. And man, how awesome is it to simply look up, take yeah. your nose off the grindstone?
0: One of the things that we want to do, Keith, is with that last question and the last question, is, as he said, is how would you pray mm-hmm. this song? So now you can pray the songs. You can pray them word for word. You can just sit and read them, right. and it's a good prayer, right. word for Amen. word. And we encourage you to do that. But I would encourage you to, to you know, riff a little bit on it and, you, yeah. and, and do your own. Use it as a way to create language for yourself. And so, as I read the psalm and do this study, my prayer would be, God, open my eyes. Even though my, you know, yeah, because these psalms reveal to me my blindness, and and it's always a, a, an interesting spiritual thing—the idea that I that that someone could be blind and not know that they were blind, and yet that's the truth of Christianity. You're blind, and yep. and, and, and until God causes you to be healed of that, and and then. Uh, and he has done that in my life, yep. and yet then I go back to being blind, uh, particularly about the glory of creation.
1: Amen. Say,
0: is it possible for us to be so daily joyful about creation that our joy would be impervious to anything that could happen? Is that is 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 the beauty and the power and the truth of creation so strong? Is to make us impervious to the. To the slings and arrows.
1: Uh, you know, I think if we, if we, well, with all things, if we exercise those muscles, yeah, right? right? I mean, it, it it starts with the realization that I don't do it, and I don't, and personally, Keith doesn't do it well at all, right? Mm-hmm. I let those slings and arrows in and can cause me all sorts of trouble. Yeah. Whereas, you know, on those days when I'm remembering this, if I if I can remember how great he is. You know, I, I, I ride a motorcycle, and on those days I tend to remember, because you get to see a lot more of creation mm. from the back of a motorcycle, and there's a joy there. Yeah. But joy isn't robbed by circumstances. And I think that's the thing I need to also remember as I pray this, is, is it. God, keep my eyes on the joy that I have in you, not my circumstances. Because circumstances rob happiness, and they can't rob joy if we don't let that.
0: Yeah, good, well said. I think God would say, you want to see me? Open your eyes. Amen.
1: Amen. That's been Megan's Old Office, Psalm
0: 8 and Psalm 19. Check them out. Yeah,
1: please, take a look at them. We read through 8, but take a look at 19. That's pretty powerful stuff, too. Definitely. Uh, We'll see you next time, uh, another
0: episode on the Psalms. We'll see you then. Thank you so much for joining us this week on Megan's Old Office. Brought to you by
1: Dundee Presbyterian Church. Please like, subscribe, and share so you and your friends can keep up with us every time we post. You can learn more about us and our church at dpcomaha.org. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com backslash dpcomaha or on Instagram at Megan's Old Office. You can contact us through email at
0: megansoldoffice at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening today. We truly appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon.
1: Bye-bye.